When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. I have on Mr. Jared Brady. I know a lot of you are familiar with Jared and his wife, Shan, um, but also just Jared and I having enjoyed the podcast with Los, our our other co-host. And I really wanted to have Jared on for a multitude of reasons. Um, You know, him and I are always having these beautiful conversations offline. And I'm like, dude, I have to bring you on Who Can Relate. We have to talk about you know, some of these things that we're going over, this can help a lot of people. So we touch on, you know, we're, we're very proud husbands and we are very vocal on what our wives have done for us in our lives. So we touch on that. We also talk about um, the masculine and feminine energy and how, you know, for me growing up, I was way more in tune with my feminine side than my masculine side and how that's affected me throughout my life and um, impacted me as well, not just affected. Jared has a beautiful, um, as he, he, he termed the phrase of a mosaic blend of masculine and feminine. He explains all that. And we also just go over other things, just, just having a conversation. This was, um, it was off script. I didn't really have an outline per se. I just wanted to have a, uh, you know, kind of fly on the wall conversation. So I know you all will enjoy that one. No pun intended, because Jared is very synonymous with the word enjoy. And I'm really looking forward to everyone watching or listening. So until next time, appreciate you guys. Enjoy the episode. So it's funny because I remember uh, Shay was asking me about, are you going to have Jared on? Yeah. And who can relate? And I was like, what kind of question is that? She's yeah. like, it's funny how you like haven't really had him on, and then you kind of like text me, like oh, either oh. that day or like the day after. It was oh. like very soon, and I was like, oh shit, like no, zeitgeist, bro, something, man. But um, little do the people know, I had you on. Yep, <laughs> I was number two, right? You were my second episode I ever filmed. That was when your boy had the dry erase board up. Oh yeah, I remember that with all my notes. That was inspiring. Oh, really? Yeah. Stressful for me. No, that was inspiring because I was like, that was like the first thing that I noticed was I was like, oh, man, this guy really takes the podcast I game care. serious. <laughs> I really care. Yeah. Like he really, really wants to give you guys the best content. So you guys yeah. be appreciative yeah. of all the work that JD puts in. Oh, they are. Yeah. The, the, the community is <laughs> dope. Super strong. Um, and, you know, back then, though, we only knew each other. That actually was probably the first time we saw each other in person. Since we met. Yeah, yeah. From the audition. Yeah. Yeah. Which was like maybe a year prior to when we filmed. Yeah. 
So anyways, the point is that there wasn't a lot of chemistry. No, no, There no, wasn't no, any no. chemistry, really. No. We had a pre-call, first... and like, that was it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and um, I don't even remember what we talked about. The pre-call? No, I, for the episode. Oh, we talked We talked about um, about your pops a lot. Oh, uh, We okay, talked about okay. the church. Yeah. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. But um, I still remember, and I'll, I'll roll some clips here, because I got the hey. footage. Hey. But uh, I still remember you had one of the best answers i'm gonna I'm put it number two because i just heard number one um with danielle's episode that came out last week but um i asked you what do you want to be known for when you leave this earth so think legacy and you said i want to be synonymous with the word enjoy yeah it's a huge word and for it me. i was like that was powerful when i heard it and now that i know you know you yeah i was like wow yeah. first of all that's beautiful and um and so all that you know, people are like, well, you wasted that episode when you had Jared on. It's like, I didn't waste it. No, no, we were preparing. It was a, it was a pre-call. It was a pre-call, <laughs> exactly. Because it ultimately led to me coming on, yeah. enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. a lot of people, you know, know who you are because enjoy the podcast. But for the ones who don't, um, Mr. Jared Brady is a, oh, man, your resume is crazy. Um, I'll, get, I'll try to get into it. It's all over the place. Entrepreneur, for sure. <laughs> Entrepreneur, we'll start with that. Yeah. But music, artist. Yep. Creator, yep. husband, father, friend, and I, I'll add um, like an overall light, bro. Like oh, man. You are an that. overall light. I appreciate For sure, that. for sure. Um, but enjoy the podcast, birthed from our Who Can Relate episode that never came out. Yeah. So let's talk about that. No, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I had already, um, we had all the equipment for a podcast. Yeah. Because um, Jan and I were doing um, like a pilot for yeah. her podcast. Right. At the time. Yeah. And so um, I had all the equipment and I was like, I, I was thinking about doing it, but I didn't have a reason to. Like there was no reason yeah, for me like, to what have am I a podcast. About? Yeah. yeah, there was no reason for me. Uh, I didn't have like this this feeling of wanting to um, help the world or, or anything <laughs> like that. Like I yeah. had nothing. There was no reason for me to have a podcast. Yeah. And then I went on yours, mm. and um, and I was like, wow, that was really fun. And it was actually I think the first podcast I've ever been on. I never been oh, on any really? other podcast. Yeah. Interesting. And I was like, that was really dope. Like I enjoyed that. Um, I was like, why don't I start one? Yeah. And so. Los and I did a first episode yeah. and, and then I was just thinking, I was like, something's missing. Mm. And I didn't know what it was at the time, but mm-hmm. now I've came to find out it was just, we needed that structure. Mm. We needed that, that somebody who understood and listened to podcasts. Cause I didn't listen to podcasts, neither did Los. Yeah. Um, and when I went on your podcast, it was like very apparent that you listen to podcasts, you understand structure, you yeah. understand formulation. And so it was just kind of like, this is a perfect marriage. And on top of that, you have interesting perspectives. Yeah. So I was like, this would be dope if you would want to come on. And when yeah. I asked you, I didn't think you would be down <laughs> because you have your own. I, right? I remember when you asked me, you were yeah. like, look, bro, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to take you from your, from <laughs> yeah. your own thing, yeah. but, but I, I feel like you would be a really amazing addition to what yeah. we have going on over here. What's funny too, is like, I had already had, a couple episodes in the tank for who can relate. Yeah. But I launched after enjoy. Yeah. I think a lot of people may be like, Oh, JD started after enjoy. Like I had been started. No, <laughs> you were the first. You yeah. were first. Um, I have a tendency to, you know, 
shoot from the hip. Oh no, hey, listen, you know? it's and that's why I think <laughs> the marriage of the three of us works so well with enjoy because yeah. you get so many perspectives so many different ways to go about things yeah and you know luckily we the three of us don't have egos you know um so the dynamic you know really works but so i had i had shan on the show um which is is my number one episode self-sabotaging um shan killed it we we both you know had some just beautiful conversation man i remember it was one of those episodes and it's happened before a couple times where i'm rolling in it and, and i usually have an outline today i don't trying to try something new and um there were so many things she would say and I'm like, whoa. And I remember thinking, I need more time with this. I can't do it right now because I got a host. But I was like, I can't wait to go back and watch it. Yeah. Um, and so when I wanted to have you on, I was like, I have this challenge when having my friends on because I'm like, we can talk about whatever. Yeah. Anything yeah. we doesn't matter. We can talk about it. But yeah, I'm like, we'll figure it out. I love the saying, which is everything to everyone is nothing to no one yeah so what's going on beautiful people sorry for the interruption of this amazing episode with jared however your boy's got some exciting news to share with you drum roll please your boy's got his very first sponsor on the show this episode is proudly sponsored i'm gonna say this again because i can't believe i get to say this this episode is proudly sponsored by my boys at Manscaped. So I talked to them. I said, look, if I don't like the product, if I don't believe in it, and more importantly, if I don't use it, I don't risk that relationship that I have, that trust, that bond with my audience. I said, JD, no problem. So I said, okay, cool. Let me let me figure this out. And he said, oh, by the way, it's waterproof. I said, what? It's wireless. Huh? Take this in the shower. Right? Jay's on the way home. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I'm right, light, and tight. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Your boys got you covered. I have a 20% off special coupon. Manscaped.com, JD20. 20% off. Come on, I'm not going to pay full price. You know, I had to to talk some, some sense into them. You know what I'm saying? Fellas, pro tip here, life hack. If you've been taking care of your family jewels down there, with the same trimmer you use up here, what the hell is wrong with you? We know better. Make sure you separate the two. So not only is it cordless, but it's waterproof. And last but not least, it has a nice LED light. A little ASMR for you. So I can see what the hell I'm doing down there, just in case. It's the other reason why I really like this, and this is like huge. This is a no nick, no cut, no, oh, So imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time. So I know what you're thinking. How can I get my hands on this hair and body trimmer with Manscaped? Well, your boy's got you covered. Free worldwide shipping and 20% off. Manscaped.com slash JD20. I got you covered. I promise you'll thank me later. Your partner will thank me later. Your boys will thank you later because I don't, you know, we're not, we're not that close. You know what I'm saying? And ladies, this isn't just for men. In case he's not able to watch or listen to this, help him out. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I promise you. And everyone wins. See that? Win, 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 win. Shay approves too. Smooth. Smooth. Back to the episode. 
What I want to talk to Jared about. Okay, cool. Well, the one thing that I know is a common thread amongst a lot of things is um, how much our wives have changed our lives. Yeah. And getting to know you and Shan over this last, um, coming up on a year, um, you know, I've said this before to Shan, something about this house, which is also why I was really excited to film here, um, that brings so much joy, you know, to per, per what you want to be known for and joy. And it's a large part predicated on your marriage. Yeah. Shan. Yeah. Let's talk about just like how and, and what, Shan has helped you with, brought into your life, opened you up with just any, any, any and all things. Yeah. You know, I think something that a lot of people don't like to hear is a man who changed because he met a woman, (laughs) you know, a lot of, a lot of times, because there's a lot of hurt that comes into that. You know, I find that with specifically men who are, Players, boys, yeah, for yeah, lack yeah. of a better term. I know yeah. you have to bleep that out. Sorry. All good. <laughs> um, but with pertaining to them, there's a lot of times where women are looking at them to hopefully change them. Mm. And then to hear the story of yeah. somebody who changed for a woman is kind yeah. of disheartening. Yeah. But I have to speak my truth. I have to yeah. speak what, what was true to me. Yeah. And um, although that... I was in the mind frame of already doing the work to change who I was. Yeah. I have to give full credit to the inspiration that was dealt from Shan. Yeah. From getting to know Shan. And and, and I can't be shy from that. I know Mm -hmm. Shan's always like, but when I met you, there was no sign of, (laughs) you know, there was no sign of player-ish that was coming off of you. Well, that was because I was doing the work and your inspiration was making me continue that yeah. growth. And and she shared so many times of like, you know, when we would be dating, she'd be like, Oh, this is, this is going to fizzle out. Like, this is the end. I'm going to have to like, let Jared know that this is not going to work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I would level up. Right? Oh, right. And so I think a part of that is because of the inspiration, yeah. you know, if I would have mm-hmm. stayed the same, we would not be here today. Right. right. Um, so yeah, yeah. the, the the thing that Shan gave me was the inspiration to start looking inward mm-hmm. and start developing my character. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, it took, it took a lot though, I'm sure for you to even get to the, to the realization of openness to that, yeah. to that shift. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I think a lot of times, at least for me, I would be just stuck on stupid. <laughs> I mean, I would be stubborn. No, it's gotta be this way. My, we're the highway. My solution is the only solution kind of thing. And, um, you know, women along the way would try to get me to be aware of certain things and, um, I just couldn't embrace it. So, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with how amazing Shan is. That's an attestament 100%. To, to Shan. 100%. Like, it was so apparent yeah. that she was an amazing woman Yeah. that there was no, like, no question. There's no, there's no question that yeah. I had to step my shit up. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. It was no question. So yeah. I felt like, you know, to the, to the women that are messing with somebody who doesn't want to change or doesn't yeah. want to, you know, see the change. Like mm-hmm. you were mentioning that there was women who were trying to get you to change. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a testament of where you were in your life. And yeah. then on top of that, like how you viewed that woman. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. you didn't, not no diss to the women that you're speaking about, right, but right. like you probably didn't see them as somebody who was way ahead of you. No, and something I've said on Enjoy is, um, you know, certain women bring out certain sides of you yeah. and certain personality traits, demeanors, uh, characteristics, et cetera. I mean, you are who you are to the core for the most part, but um, some people bring out the worst in you and some people bring out the best in you. And yeah. for me, Shay, along the lines of, you know, Shan, which by the way, both of our wives' names are Shannon. Um, she was kind of in a, in a sense, my Shan in a way, you yeah. know, where she was, um, not the end all be all as to why I started to get it together. Cause I had started getting it together before I met Shay, um, very brief, like maybe three or four months prior to meeting Shay. Um, but again, for me, Shay was that constant, consistent light at yeah. the end of the tunnel, you know, in the days where I'd be tempted in the days where, um, I'd want to quit, mm, I'd give up mm, mm. or revert back to old bad patterns and, you know, ways she would do something or say something or not say something in a, in a matter of an argument where it would just, it would reframe my mind to think long-term and not short-term. Yeah. And she was the only woman that ever made me think that way. Yeah. Um, timing has a lot to do with that for sure. But again, like what you said, we have to give credit when credit is due. And there's a lot of credit to give to both of our wives. Yeah, most definitely. You know, to, uh, to really help us see and then also believe and then also strive to live up to our full potential yeah because I'm, again people have tried i don't know about you but again for me women have tried before but i don't know if it's if it's the same for you or not yeah <laughs> no definitely definitely um you know i think back to like all of my relationships and every single one of them i was for lack of a better term convinced to be in the relationship with them you were convinced? Yeah, like they would convince me oh, okay. to be in a relationship because I was always like, I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship. Oh, okay. And they would convince me into to wanting to change my ways yeah. to be in that relationship. Yeah. So I felt like when I met Shan, that was the first person that I was like, I yeah. want to do this. So I think that's the reason why I wouldn't change for a lot of the women's because it never felt like my choice. It always felt like... Um, yeah. I can't figure out a reason why I shouldn't date them. Yeah. You know? Right. And so, but with Shannon, it was like an active decision of like, this is who I mm -hmm. want to be with. Yeah. You know? So how has your relationship with Shan ultimately helped you as a man? I could start too, if you want, you want more time. For yeah. Me yeah. With Shay. Let me think yeah. about it. No worries. At the time. For me, Shay was, <laughs> <laughs> Shay was the first one to make me really understand and, and realize hardcore what I could not get away with anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah. and she never like checked me. Like I'm checking you. It was just yeah. like the way her self-worth and value system is set up. She's like, I just knew not doing this. I just knew yeah. she didn't have to say anything. I just knew, Yeah, you know, she has that presence about her. And I also knew, what I had and what I could have in her long term, you mm. know, um, that is for sure. One thing that was very evident. The other thing that I I've talked about before on the show is for the first time ever, she showed me and made me believe that there are more than one perspective 
on a situation. So her infamous line is, um, I think we're having two different experiences in the same event. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and bro, like it took me months, maybe even a year to like really not be that. angry at that. Yeah. Cause I was hot. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's one experience. Yeah. You're just not seeing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I was yeah, like yeah. robotic with it and methodical. And she's like, I heard what you have to say. In fact, yeah. I agree with a lot of what you said. Yeah. But can you hear me now? Yeah. And whether it's a combination of how I was raised and what I was subjected to. Yeah. Um, my ego back then, my stubbornness back then, my toxic traits, bad patterns. Mm. I didn't want to get to the point of trying to see someone else's perspective. So for mm. her to allow me to have that awareness is something I will forever be grateful for for her. And she also, um, I've never said this in the show. I actually never said this to a lot of people, but again, credit where credit's due right now. Shay has really helped my relationship with my daughter. Mm. In, in the field of like, she understands what it feels like to not have a father or a stepfather in her life. So her father wasn't in her life and her stepdad physically was present but you know wasn't really he had every opportunity to be the great stepfather he could have been but he just never took the um took advantage of the opportunity and so she can relate to adriana and literally put herself in her shoes and then she can also put herself in my shoes to know how it feels um to want to be a part of i want to be a part of my daughter's life so bad but i feel restrictions sometimes shay knows how it feels to feel restricted yeah um maybe that's a whole another episode i'll have to get into her but yeah, but those are like kind of my, my top three yeah um shan for me what she did that was so crucial was she loved me with freedom um and that i've never really felt love like yeah, that. that's beautiful not even with my my mom or my dad like my yeah. dad was very you know he was he was afraid a lot yeah so he loved me with fear don't mm. go there. You can't go to parties. Right. You can't do this. And and my mom yeah. loved me the best way she could, but it was it was very she gave me it's hard to explain, but it it was it was um as much as she could give, basically. Yeah. She was going yeah. through a lot. Sure. And so with Shan, there was like an I, it's not an unconditional love mm. when when I say freedom. Because there's definitely conditions, mm -hmm. but I, but it's it's freedom to choose, mm. freedom to choose how I want to operate in in this life and in and, and yeah. in this relationship. Yeah, and um, that right there gave me so much confidence, self love, sure. um, and understanding. I got to see her clearly mm -hmm. because now I'm not looking at her as my girlfriend or as my wife. I'm yeah. looking at her as a human being, yeah. as a separate human being, sure. a separate individual yeah. that I fell in love with. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't fall in love with her because she's my girlfriend or yeah. because she's my wife. I fell in love with her because of who she is, who because she is. she's an indiv individual. Yeah. Um, and so bro. that was like the biggest thing. And then another thing that she did for me was, you know, even when I didn't deserve it, she found ways to lift, lift up my masculinity. She found ways to let me lead, you know, in, yeah. in different ways, maybe undeserving in some areas, but I, I got to learn how to lead a relationship and how to, um, you know, be a man, yeah. so to speak. She gave me space to, to grow in that area when there was times where I didn't deserve it, you know, and, and in that process, I feel like in prior relationships, 
my manhood was was oh well you you're not doing it right let me show you how to do it you know and i didn't get a opportunity to kind of go through that and learn On your own yeah, yeah i didn't get the opportunity to figure out how to yeah you know lead a relationship especially in a, in, a, in an argumentative state right you know so that's one thing that i really am grateful for being in a relationship with shan is that yeah. i got to learn how to how to be a man you mm. know through through the love that she gave me <laughs> gotta sit with that for a sec bro because yeah. the fact that it was your wife yeah you know that that really helped you with that yeah um Interesting enough, I, I'm I'm relating to you because I feel like Shay gives me that space as well. Yeah. Um and I'm just starting to realize that more recently. Yeah. And it's beautiful because they they see the potential in us, they see the the our hearts, you know, and, and who we strive to be, and they just have a beautiful way of like maneuvering and finessing the right path to help yeah, us even, even if we don't see it yeah just little nudges yeah little nudges just, just not, try this yeah <laughs> like you know when, when shannon and i first got together like i was terrible at hanging stuff up like i could, <laughs> I could not figure it I out i still can't bro <laughs> i pay people for that Ta- thank god I'm for taskmasters i'm good now i'll hit you up <laughs> i was so bad before and yeah. you know uh in in other relationships like that was a used as a as a sticking point to make fun of me or to mm. be like you can't even hang this up or yeah. what do you mean like you so know what men are was, supposed to do yeah there yeah. was like a, a a tear down of my masculinity mm. because i didn't know how to do this yeah. right and with shan you know our first apartment she would let me put holes in the wall figure it out oh wow yeah like she was just not like <laughs> drilling huge holes <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, wall yeah, but yeah. but like if i messed up like it wasn't like an attack on my yeah. masculinity right it was like you're you'll figure it out you know don't worry we're gonna figure this out and so um and now now that we live in this home like i'm able to not damage our own walls yeah yeah yeah. because she gave me that space right because she allowed me to make mistakes because she allowed me to you know figure it out as we went along um and so and that's like a very surfacey level example but that's the type of way yeah that she would like let me figure it out i know that i need to do this yeah so again regardless of you know whether it's hanging things up in the wall i'm sure there's plenty of examples you can give and stories you can give but um a lot of people be able to fill in their own blanks with that but tell me a little bit more because that's interesting and i want to talk about the masculine versus feminine energy about how shan helped you kind of find or maneuver through that what's interesting about my masculine and feminine energy mm. is that i always had a healthy amount of feminine energy yeah but i also had a healthy amount of masculine energy okay and i think that my entire life i've always um balanced between the two all the time i i couldn't help it you know it wasn't something that i tried to to put on or, or anything and so when i got into the relationship with shan um she always made sure that she celebrated my masculinity. She always made sure that 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 was never in question. Yeah. Um. And and it helped in our relationship heavily. Sure. sure. Um. Because online, people love to attack my feminine energy. You know, because it's uh it's something that hasn't helped them. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. And so they look at me like, well, why does he get to display 
feminine energy and still get the woman and still and still be okay. But I think what's really important to take away is that like you can be feminine, mm-hmm. but it has to be a mosaic. It has to be just as balanced yep. as your masculine energy as a man. And so, and same vice versa for a woman. Like, you can be masculine. Yeah. Just needs to be a mosaic of femininity as well. Um, and, and depending on who you end up with, they're going to require either more masculine or more feminine, whatever yeah. whatever it is. So, yeah, um, yeah I, with Shan, it's interesting because I, I've always had a balance between two my entire life. But if I had to pinpoint with Shan specifically, she really just celebrated my masculinity a lot. I relate to you, um, to a lot of what you said, but I realized, um, kind of through enjoy the podcast, actually, that I had more feminine energy than masculine energy. Really? Because Los has a lot of masculine energy. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, you have a very good balance, but I think... I think Rome talked about this too um, when we, he was on Enjoy. Um, you have a good balance. Oh no, fees from the roommate said. Yeah. But when you meet, when I meet you in person, I, I'm not even questioning anything. Like you're masculine. Yeah, yeah. So I've noticed that when I'm around masculine energy, it's hard for me to find mine. Yeah. And more backstory on that. Um, it's probably a, a defense mechanism, and hmm. not 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 a sense of like like. Oh, no, no. But I think, like, good-looking guys, and I can relate to this, good-looking guys, when they get around other men who give off masculine energy, we downplay our masculine energy because we just don't want no issue. We we, we just don't want no... You're insecure about the way I look. I understand. Mm. And we just... At least for me. Yeah. Like, I just don't want any issue with you. I don't want any issue with you, so I'm not going to alpha-alpha you right now. Right, right, right. I'm just going to... I'm yeah. just gonna chill. I'm just gonna chill. For me, it's it's not so much that. It's um because I grew up being raised by women mm. and I grew up being more comfortable with women, whether it's friends, uh, even my family members. Um, I mean, again, raised by a single mom with a lot of help from my sister as well as I got older. And one thing I realized like this week was I was raised by women, but unfortunately I didn't learn from them. Mm. You know, I learned from watching men, yeah. you know, and a lot of the mistakes of, of, you know, how to treat a woman or how not to treat a woman, et cetera. So I yeah. was raised by women, but I didn't learn from them. And so being raised by women, you know, very, very, very rarely seeing my dad and spending time with him or any male figure for that matter, um, I had a lot of feminine energy. So yeah. when I'm around masculine energy, it's foreign to me. So I don't know how to fit in. Mm. So I'm, I'm, when I was younger, I used to go too much. Yeah. And I used to go not enough. And so I was always trying to find that balance. And it kind of, if I'm being honest, it's still a struggle. Yeah. Especially the, like, um, uh, the macho man, the the guy's guy. You know what I mean? And obviously, I, I can be whatever the hell that means anymore. But yeah. I can be that. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm more comfortable around women. And yeah. so... I realized, you know, I try to find my my place, you know, to kind of get in where I fit in with it. And um, maybe people can relate to that. Maybe not. But it's definitely my my truth. It's my story. Um, and that's I mean, again, from from a kid, you know, when you I don't know how you grew up, but like 
at family parties. They're like the guys would be in the garage watching the game, drinking beer, whatever. Okay. And then the women would be in the house talking, whatever. I'd be with the women. Interesting. I know everything about sports. Yeah. I don't really drink, but I can hang with them. But yeah. I was always, I always found myself with the women. Now, I was very close to my mom when I was younger, extremely yeah. close. So it was a lot of it like, I didn't want to leave her side. And you're talking, you know, six, seven years old, whatever. Yeah. Um, but even as I got older, um, I don't know. I could just conversate easier. I felt more comfortable, et cetera. Yeah. So for me, it's it's always been a balance of trying to balance. Actually, let me, let me start over. It's always been a challenge to accept that I have more feminine than masculine energy Yeah. as a guy. Yeah. As a straight man, it's hard for me to em- fully embrace that side Yeah. and not fight it. Yeah. I think it, it it's both. It's like because there's two things. It's like men f- make you feel inferior, inferior or yeah. less of a man yeah. when you display feminine right. energy. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times we don't see a lot of men with feminine energy winning. So we see, we see, we think about the guy who gets all the girls and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The he's rapper, usually, the athlete. He's usually a, a yeah. lot of heavy masculine yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just grow up internalizing feminine energy is bad. Right. Or but weak, reality, or weak. Or weak. Yeah. I mean, re- I was just about to go there is that like, I find that a lot of times when people think of feminine energy, they're thinking of a lot of negative qualities. Mm-hmm. They're thinking of insecurity. They're thinking of, of, uh, this guy just needs validation. They're thinking like, oh, well, this guy is just really obsessed with his appearance or this guy is just super soft or weak. And you're like, that's not feminine energy. No. That's just bad quality. Yeah, yeah. It could be a man or, or a woman. Right. We don't want that in you. We don't want somebody who's insecure, who needs validation, who is obsessed with their appearance. We don't want somebody who's super weak-minded. We want strong people, regardless w- what it is. So... I look at it like, you know, I go back to my own experience and it's like, now my feminine energy has never hurt me in the dating world, ever. Never hurt me. You know, it's never hurt me. But I, I do recognize that, like, my masculinity is never in question. I think the question of, will feminine energy hurt you in the dating realm? We have to ask women that. Yeah. Because... My experience is no. I'm sure your experience is no. Well, I was thinking about that right now. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really know if I can put my finger on a, on a yes or a no. It's a little gray for me because I think I remember a couple of relationships where the woman, without saying, was just kind of like, "You need to be more masculine here." Yeah. And I remember really not knowing how to be that or do that. Um, and more so, even if I did, I was, I wasn't okay admitting or comfortable admitting, well, but I have a lot more feminine, I'm more comfortable. I understand the feminine a little bit more. I think my energy, my feminine energy a little bit more. Um, but it's, again, it's just been a struggle to find the balance. If, yeah. if, if here's the thing, like, I don't even know if you need to find a balance. I, I, I say that I word so. loosely. You, you think you, I, I used to, like the mosaic is beautiful because yeah. it could be maybe it's 80, 20 for someone. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's 60, 40, maybe it's yeah. 50, 50 for people. Yeah. And, and I'm trying to figure mine out. I just know, like I said, for, I can be masculine for sure, but 
if I'm more, you know, around women, I'm more comfortable. Yeah, and I think it just goes down to the skill level. Like, you know, when we, when we think of a, of a man who is in the dating world, the skills that it takes to attract the woman is not going to be the same skills that it's going to take to keep that woman. Right, I agree. And so it's like, yes, yeah, being masculine and assertive and, you know, decision-oriented, um, you know, those type of qualities will definitely get you an attract attract mates, yeah. you know. But it's going to take your nurturing side. Yeah, your caring, caring empathetic, empathetic side. Compassionate. You know, compassion. Yeah. Like, those yeah. type of sides are going to take to keep that thing for the long term. And I find that, like, people shy away from defining masculine mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. feminine energy. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's just, you know... The way of the world that is changing is like, look, you can be both, so let's not define them. But I think it's okay to celebrate the differences. Yeah. And I think it's okay that, you know, maybe it be upraising or whatnot. But regardless, in today's world, there's usually a, a, a type of qualities that end up in men. And there's usually a type of quality yeah. that end up in women. Um, and so I think it's okay to celebrate those differences mm-hmm. just as long as we're not looking at them as good and bad. Or we're not looking at them as one is, is, or right, is or wrong. right or yeah, wrong or yeah. one is inferior and inferior. And I think that's where we get tripped up because I think each scenario is going to take a specific skill. Yeah. Like even for Shan, like she presents very masculine. Yeah. She has masculine energy. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And but in our relationship, it's not. She's not. It's so funny you said that because I, I was going to say when I see you guys yeah. together, I don't think that at all. Yeah. But without you. I see it. I feel yeah. it. I more yeah. so feel it. Yeah. The masculine. And it's, what's what's interesting is like I, I've had a lot of talks with Shay and I'm like, I can't read Shan. Yeah. <laughs> like I really can. I have yeah. a gift of reading people. Yeah. I can't read her. Yeah. It's like a challenge <laughs> that I'm like trying to find that last piece of the puzzle kind of thing. But <laughs> it's starting to make sense. And I think a lot of it's because I'm not so much I don't know how to read her. It's that I've I've never really been around a woman who has that much masculine energy. Yeah. But it's still very feminine. Yeah. It's a beautiful blend. She has that that mosaic. Yeah, you know? it's beautiful. And so I, I just think that people need to get real with themselves. Yeah. And understand what is your dominant yeah. natural trait. Yeah. And once you figure out and pinpoint that, that's when you can go into being like, okay, well, what skills can I bring into this relationship? You know, whether that be I need to develop more masculine energy or whether that be, oh, I need to develop some feminine energy. Like, you know, there's there's a there's a a common theme going on about like women are too masculine. Yeah. The independent woman. Yeah. It's not that she's too masculine. It's that she is just. Sure, what she wants. Yeah, yeah. she's on. And her we're not truth. used to that. Yeah, and she's she's getting it done. Yeah. And I think the the reality of the situation is is that um, a lot of times women who are focused on their career and that's what they're trying to build, they don't really spend any time focusing yeah. on how to nurture sure. a relationship. Yeah, and they try to take the same skills that they use to build whatever business, whatever career that they have done, and they bring it into relationship yeah. because it's benefited them in that realm yeah yes it's and men them. have done that for centuries for so long <laughs> yeah and so it's the same thing it's yeah. the dichotomy of like you see a man who 
super ambitious yeah. and super going. Yeah. He doesn't always possess the skills no. to nurture yeah. in a relationship. He doesn't he doesn't translate into the in the to the relationship world well. And that's yeah. something that, you know, like you said, for men we deal with um, factual challenges, issue then solution, um, ways of thinking. Yeah. And in a relationship with a woman in this case, it's not always like that. Most no. of the time it is not like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's something I'm, I'm coming to the realization of for sure. And um, I'm here for it. I'm here to learn about it. I'm here. I embrace it. You know, one, one thing I want to say, too, um, is. I remember an, an experience I had with a with a guy friend of mine where. Um, he was like, man, stop being a little bro. And I was like. 21 22 and he was like come on man like you're being you being sensitive man you're being sensitive dog and i remember thinking like i'm not you know i'm like i'm not being sensitive but then i like now that i'm older i realized i was being sensitive because i was hurt by something yeah and instead of shoving it under the rug and pushing it to the side i should have in that particular moment embraced it sat with it respected the feeling and tried to process through it whether it came from a solution or, or, or sorry, a solution came of it or just an understanding came of it, I shouldn't have pushed it to the side. And I know for a lot of men, that's what we are taught, shown, and what we hear to do when it comes to our feelings, whether it's being yeah. sensitive, over caring about something, um, being hurt. Um, and so that's, I think, you know, it made sense because like my feminine side is, I, I'm definitely sensitive. I'm a sensitive cat. You know what I mean? I remember Shay, Shay told me that in but like I a think, healthy, beautiful way. But yeah, <laughs> but I think it, it comes down to, you know, I know you, you say that you don't um, necessarily feel that you know how to be masculine, mm -hmm. but I think you do because. I, so I, my bad, Jay, I do, but it's hard for me to feel comfortable in my masculine around other men oh, okay, okay. who are like hypo. Yeah, if yeah. If that's even a thing, masculine yeah. or just macho, again, the macho man. Macho guy, guy yeah. yeah. The, the guy who's overly masculine. That's right. Like, like weird. <laughs> kind of, I don't like baby in the corner it, but I just, I get quiet. Yeah. And and I start to like, you know, I'm in my head a lot. Yeah, you pull, pull back a yeah. little bit. And, and that's why I was, I was saying like with enjoy, it makes me think of that because there's, there's sometimes, and I see in the comments, people are like, sometimes when we go live, actually, mm. people are like, JD, you good? You all right, bro? You all right today? Mm -mm. And that's what I mean by that. It's like, and it's not to say like everyone changed. No, I'm not saying that. But it's like it is still a struggle and a challenge for me to find that balance. Yeah. You know, so. No, totally. Yeah. And, I, and I, I've definitely wrestled with that for a while. But I think what I had to come to realize was that a lot of the times when I was afraid to be sensitive and going back to your original point, um, when I was afraid to be sensitive or afraid to be vulnerable when I was hurt not only show anger, but to show like the layers of things that I felt, it was because I never wanted my masculinity to be in question. It was because I didn't feel grounded yeah. in who I was as a man. Right. And I felt like if I showed any of these qualities, that's going to make me less of a man, you know? And so I think a lot of the times like men are afraid to get vulnerable and sensitive because yeah. they don't feel comfortable in their masculinity. Right. And, yeah. and, 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 and like, let's be real like the world that we live in is is masculinity is not celebrated no and and it's it's mm -hmm. definitely well so it has a bad rap has got a bad rap but it is celebrated by a lot of men who see it as that's the way to success 
Yeah, and then those those men are usually have problematic in, views in, and yeah. have, you know, uh, a struggle in relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And so a hard time. We don't see healthy masculine men, right? Especially healthy masculine men in relationships. Yeah. Right. right. The only place that I'm able to see that is in church. The only place that I'm mm. able to see that is is like uh, mm. uh, is it was in church. That was the only place I was able to see that the, yeah. the man was celebrated for being a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and they're because there's Bible verses preaching it. Right. And so in everyday world, the people who don't subscribe to that masculinity has this rap of being bad. Yeah. It's it's not good. Yeah. You know, right, and right. so um, growing up, we're always told that ma the masculine side is bad. It's bad. It's bad. You need to put that down. You need to put that down. And I think that that is causing a result of people or men not feeling comfortable in their masculinity, but then until they feel insecure about it and now they're not being vulnerable yeah. and they're not being sensitive yeah. it's a, it's because a they're back like, and forth. I don't want it to be in question. Yeah. And so, yep. yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, I just hope that there's going to be more male role models mm -hmm. and more role models for men that are actually good and celebrated for their masculinity. Yeah. I think we're trying to be that. Oh, of course. Yeah, we're creating that space. Yeah. And yeah. There's, a, there's a number of people who are yeah. on the internet creating that space. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I, I feel like it's going to take a lot, a yeah. lot of these kind of conversations. 100%. You know, 100%. And, and a lot of conversations with women. Like, yeah. There needs to be more conversation between the yeah. men and women dynamic. Yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. honest conversations. Yeah. And, and open mindedness in these conversations, understanding in these. And, and here's the thing, too, like something I try to do all the time when it comes to conversations is just try to listen to understand. Yeah. Instead of listening to reply. Yeah. Hey, everyone. So bad news. We lost our third take in the episode. I don't know what happened with the audio. We have the footage. But something happened with the audio and it didn't end up translating. So um, you only missed out on one topic. We touched on, you know, Jared and I have this common thing where when everything is going really well, we're anticipating the bad for some reason. And we had a beautiful talk about it. Uh, we'll have to do a part two where we explain it for you all to uh, to be able to listen and to watch. But nonetheless, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And I hope it, you know, could help out in some kind of way. I know it definitely helped me out. I was taking notes while we were going at it. And I can't wait to watch this down the road. So, again, much love to Jared. Appreciate you, man. Love you, man. And I'm just honored to to be in your space. And, and I'm just honored for you to come on to the show. And I uh, can't wait to do it again. So, until next time, guys, thank you so much. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.